Hey, this is Blake. I'm Pat. And this is Tony. And we are a Gentleman's Pod. What we do is we review cigars, beers, pretty much everything. Just review basic daily life. And if it sucks, we'll tell you. If it doesn't, we'll recommend it, buy it. We're a podcast, not a police officer. Very definitive. You can find us on Twitter. At A Gentleman's Pod. Facebook. Slash A Gentleman's Pod. Stitcher Radio. Just search A Gentleman's Pod. iTunes. Again, Gentleman's Pod. Internets are fun! Hey, Justin. Hey, John. Did you know that you're in another podcast than Big Snackers? I was not aware of this. Do you want me to tell you about it? Yes, please do. It's called One Time I Podcast. What is that? Well, it's a podcast where we talk about things. Yeah, John. Basically what we do, what you and I do every week, is we start with a simple subject. Maybe one person has a story. I have a story or you have a story that happened in the past, in our in our adolescence, or, you know, a week ago. And then your story makes me think of a story that's similar. That makes you think of a story that's similar. And then we basically just swap stories until it derails and goes completely out of control. What's it called? It's called One Time My Podcast. Where can we find out more information about this podcast I'm on? Oh, I'm f- oh, so fucking glad you asked. <laughs> it's OneTimeMyPodcast.com. Can you believe it? No. And what you can do there... <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that language, John. What well, did that mean? What I was trying to tell you is that you can click on the One Time You banner on the website and you can tell us a story. Like if you listen to us and you're like, I don't like the stories you're telling and I want to tell you one. We'll read it and we'll read it on air and then it'll eventually become a, a tangent that we go on that we never come back from. Is there a place they can find other tangents we might go on in a shorter form? Oh, yeah. You can, in 120 characters or less, you can follow us on Twitter, which is at OTI Podcast. Tell me, what is that website again? Because I am on this podcast, but I was not aware. Yeah, it's onetimeipodcast.com, you fucking moron. Tighten it up. <laughs> What was that? Um, that was Buck 22 with his uh, song Achy Breaky 2 featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, oh, so that was Billy Ray Cyrus, not mm-hmm. even a sample. No. The, the man himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, can we address something before we start this? Have you noticed? No, I don't think we can. I, I think, think that we need we to. We should just leave that where it lays. Have you noticed that this new trend is like mixing country and rap? Yeah. Like, I know it's happened before, like, Cowboy Troy. But oh, no, was... it's way worse now. I mean, well, yeah, Cowboy Troy, more, I right? even bet most people listening to this don't know who he is. And I think the only reason you and I might know, who, might know who he is is that there was a period of time back when Justin and I were younger and uh, had well-paying jobs and didn't care about anything. And we would go to the mall, and we would just buy CDs with funny-looking covers. Yeah. And there were, we did this for years. Uh, we found out about groups, honestly, like... I think we even found like three six mafia and people that way because we were probably about sixteen, 
we would go to it wasn't even FYE then. What was it? What was it? Coconuts music. Like Coconuts or any of those stores, and we would uh, we would buy rap CDs with funny covers. And one day we saw Cowboy Troy, who was this black guy with a big gold belt buckle and a cowboy hat. And the first song was called "Playing Chicken with mm-hmm. the Train." Yep. And we're like, yeah, we'll buy this. We should probably buy this and see what that's about. And you should look it up. It's on Spotify. It's awful. Um, it's almost racist to himself. I feel like. He did his own race a disservice by existing. Yeah. No, I Honestly, agree. and yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, it's almost like he set black people back 20 years. Like, <laughs> if you listen to the lyrics of the album, and he is black. But uh, this new thing, what was the one hit song? I know you know what I'm talking about and people listening. The Florida Georgia Line with Nelly or whatever. Yeah, but that that's that's different, though, because they're actually, like, a country band. They are? Whereas, yeah, whereas, like, that stuff we were playing, like, last episode or whatever, like... All that weird, awful shit. Like, I forget what that one was called. That one with the mud jug song and that other thing that that (laughs) guy asked about the lax or whatever. This is the thing, though. Is this perfect? This is a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about, which is the the show uh, Party Down South, which I know you have watched and I I have also watched. I watched it the other night. What channel is it on? Uh, CMT. Right. Which I know, I know what I should be getting into, but honestly, I didn't know it was going to be as bad as it is. Because CMT has changed a lot. Their format is that. They're just MTV with country music, and sometimes. they play cops all the time. Yeah, and I love that. Well, so does Spike, though. But they, yeah, but CMT plays Cops Reloaded, which is newer. Yeah, no, Spike actually owns Cops now because it's not on Spock Fox okay. anymore. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into uh, the show. This wonderful show. Give everybody the. It's premise. not a wonderful show. It is a wonderful. This show. This is what it is. Is literally they just took like people who were decent enough looking to be on television, except for one guy, but <laughs> rednecks uh, from down south, like. Republican, actually racist, mm-hmm. uh, redneck shitheads who act like they're like hard gangster dudes, mm-hmm. which is funny, um, and put them in a house together, much like Jersey Shore, and it plays out much like Jersey Shore, only somehow more racist a, and more <laughs> offensive than Jersey Shore I've got Jersey a good Shore example was. for you. It's like the movie White Boys. Yeah. But dumber. Yeah. And it's not a movie; it's real people. Yeah, and these people really, really don't like black people, and they really like guns a lot. And like, and they don't like Obama because he's black. And the thing about it is, and it, <laughs> and the thing about it is, is that CMT is okay with this, mm-hmm. and I'm not PC. Oh, they're not just okay with Justin's this. They not, downright, they downright promote it constantly. Justin and I are not PC, no, at all. Not I at all. believe in freedom of speech. Um, say whatever you want. There, yeah. there are consequences. But as a TV network, how are you okay with the fact that these people plainly are just racist? Yeah, they're just racist, I mean, kind of scumbag. Like, like, and I'll give it. I'll give it this. And people might hate me for this. You can disagree with me all you want. <coughs> the reason to me is like this is even so much worse than the guy from Duck Dynasty. And this is the only thing I'm going to say about the guy from Duck Dynasty. What he said was dumb. Mm-hmm. But Kamal and I talked about it, and since Kamal's like Middle Eastern, you know, he like has a better say because like he's like black and he's my friend. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, Kamal and I were talking about it the other day, and like literally, that guy is just really old and out of touch, and he's just dumb. Like, what he said didn't so much as offend me as you're just like, oh, that old man that's so yeah, that fucking clueless. Sad old man. Yeah. That he, I mean, he literally said in the interview, I used to work with black people and slaves, and they didn't seem unhappy. I mean. You can't even be offended by that. You're more just like, wow, this guy has no fucking idea. No. But these but are, these young, are people young people who should know or at least have some sort of education. Or growing up in a different time period yeah. that should, I would hope, be a better time period. 
and they're pieces of shit. But they literally like like <laughs> there'll be parts of the show like where I was watching it the other day because they had this marathon on it, and I just was like, you I was, can't, I was it's a train sick. Wreck. You can't. I was sick, and I like I didn't feel like moving or doing anything, so I was just like, fine, I'll leave this on in between like playing the game I was playing, and I was just watching it. I was like, and I was just watching them be like racist and homophobic and oh, yeah. like the and this is the thing and i understood then and i was like i was like oh like this is legitimizing all the stuff that everyone says they don't like mm-hmm. like this is legitimizing the 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 fucking culture that we all hate that republican and like, not even republicans just shitty out of touch people trying to sell yeah like all the time like how everybody's always like we need to return to a simpler time even though there's no such fucking thing first of all what like, is a simpler time they always they always point to like the 1950s and it's like oh you mean Simpler? <laughs> yeah you mean like when people were getting shot with hoses in the street because they were different color than you like you fu- no what you mean by a simpler time is you mean a time when we could make fun of black people and gay people and they weren't allowed to say anything at all and you also mean like what's simpler about setting up two separate water fountains that takes more time yeah, and no, more no it's more a lot of city planning it is. you have to you'd have to hire more city planners like you know what i mean you have to pay them more you don't want to sub more water. Plus, uh, the logistics of opening a diner with, like, more uh, seating so that black people have to sit in the back and, yeah. like, not at the counter. Like, you have to have a bigger counter. Like, counters are, they're not even fun to sit at. A lot of times I do this, too, is can you imagine, like, I don't know, like, trying to put this in perspective, and it's almost impossible to do because back then it was a different time. Yeah. But picture if you woke up tomorrow and you were the same as you are right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, and it was 2014, mm-hmm. but laws were like that. I picture, would like, fucking... Picture what you would, like... Picture, like, you, seriously, you went to work tomorrow, you know what I mean? And they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got the slave. Daryl's out back. Yeah. And, like, and you were just, like, with your current mindset, you would literally probably want to kill yourself. Yeah. But outside of that, you would get in a fight. I don't even know what would happen. And it's just, like, to think how far we've come, to think what it would be like back then, like how weird it is to picture. Well, that's the thing is, like, is that the it's it's not even like a majority of people want things to go back to that way. It's a minority that's so vocal and they have so much money. And they're so they, loud and stupid. Yeah, and that's what they can do is they can make shows like this and they can legitimize their attitude towards things through, like, popular music. And, like, country music is pop, more popular than it's ever been. Oh, yeah. And that's only because of the fact that racist homophobic motherfuckers have a bunch of money and they happen to be old and white dudes who Mm -hmm. have a lot of money who can sell that kind of stuff and it's like it's really hard to stem the tide but at the same time you have to put it in perspective that like yeah the thing is is like not too many people believe in that kind of stuff no and yes there is legitimacy to like their attitude in this dumb like grassroots thing that they're trying to do like going back to their roots and heritage ain't hate and all this stuff and it's like yeah but not a lot of people think like that, and all the like this this show and Duck Dynasty and this stuff that they're trying to sell are the last vestiges of that that exist. Like correct, correct. after these are after this phase is through, after people are done being fascinated with dumb backwards rednecks, which they will in like a year. It's, you won't even know what the fuck Duck Dynasty like, or Party Down South Jersey was. Jersey Shore was you know yeah. famous for a few years. I'll admit I loved the first season of Jersey Shore. Yeah, like people listening are like fucking idiot. That's fine. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. It was entertaining to me because at the time. I think it wasn't spoiled yet. Is it? No. I think yeah. the first season of that show, I think those characters were acting how they do in real life. Yeah. I definitely think after the first few seasons, more, they were yeah. very aware of their oh, roles in society absolutely. and completely hammed it up for the cameras. Yeah, there's no and doubt. it got very uninteresting after that. Much like the real world. If you watch the first few seasons of the real world, I think it's great. 
<clears throat> right. And you even see interviews after season three or four, like the actors literally say, like, yeah, they would make us get in fights. Oh, yeah. And then now, I mean, literally the real world at this point is literally like, here's a direction meeting I picture. Yeah. All right. Put this black guy from the streets. Put yeah. this redneck guy who's never seen a black guy. Put a gay guy. Put a guy that hates gay people. Two girls that get drunk and want to sleep around a lot. Yeah. And then like a, a jock. And oh, like, and also just, like, it's a like, really, <laughs> like a really clean cut, like either boy or girl, like Christian To get person. soiled. Yeah. And literally like the, the real world now is putting a powder keg in a room. Oh, so, well, yeah. I mean, all you gotta used do, to be like that. All you got to do is look at the newest one, which is like X's and... Oh, yeah. Like, real world exes or whatever, where they put all the ex boyfriends and girlfriends together in a house. It's like, yeah, of course, all you're doing is engineering something. This is what they're doing, though, is because everybody uh, um, accuses them of, of rigging it, which they have been. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. like, everybody knows that reality shows are written. Like, that's what they are. are. Of course but, are. but, like, now what they're trying to do is get away from the writing of it and just put a bunch of people that they know will rub each other the wrong way, like ex people together. Like, they don't have to write anything then because everyone's going to have a problem with everything everyone does. So now they're like, they're like, oh, well, we didn't write this. And it's like, yeah, but you still engineered it. Like, that's the problem that people have with it. Reality shouldn't be engineered. It should be real. It should be people reacting to a situation. And I think there are some reality shows that are more real and less real. And that's fine. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, if you want to talk for a second, if you want to get off track, I love Undercover <clears> Boss. <throat> yeah. I don't know how real it really is. Um, honestly, I don't have a clue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I enjoy it. Like, I, my, my feeling on that show is, like, it could be 100% real it or be. it could be completely fake. I it wouldn't know be. either way, really. I'll be honest. I've, I've cried during that show. Like, shed a few tears at the end. Yeah. I really have. Like, no, I, I think know. it's I think it's a touching show. Um, I loved the White Castle one because it all took place in Cincinnati. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was all it was interesting. But I don't know if you saw, by far, the best undercover boss. And if this show is real, this is my favorite one by far, was the Rallies Checkers one. Did you see that one? No, I didn't know. It was the only one. You always see them almost blow their cover, you know. Anybody's listening? Does anybody not know what the show is? For some reason, you no, don't I know. I can't imagine anybody. Undercover really Boss is a show that I think is real, and if it is real, it's awesome. And right now, there's already an asshole listening, going, "No, it's not real. I know it's not because people listen to podcasts are assholes. I'm one yeah. of them. Yeah, me too. But uh, I'd like to think it's real because it's a cool show. And it, the only reason I, would, I think it's maybe real is that it doesn't dramatize anything. It's not over the top. And what it is is the CEO of a company goes undercover and works for that company and goes to a few of the jobs and does low-level things <clears throat> disguised to get an idea of how, how the yeah. company's going. And then at the end of it, um, they reward the employees who did very good jobs, and uh, sometimes people get fired, and sometimes they deserve it. And as a good example, I can tell you the Hooters undercover boss, I don't know if you ever saw that one, was insane. And there's this guy that was literally uh, the manager. He had these two girls He's like, well, one of you can go home early. But he tied their hands behind their backs, put their boobs on the table. No joke. You can find this on Netflix. And made them like pigs at a trough eat chili hot dogs off of a plate. And the first one to eat it first got to go home early. Picture Ooh, that, though. The, the CEO fuck? of the company is Standing there watching this. Yeah. You can see his face turning bright red, trying not to blow his cover. I mean, that guy obviously got fired. Yeah. That's why at the end, the guy tried to justify it. He was like, I was just trying to make the workplace a little more fun. It's like, no, How's you're a fucking rapey. Yeah. Like, you're there's, nothing creep, there's nothing more oh, fun about who, that. Whoever can eat the most roofies and <laughs> get my car gets to go home early. Exactly. But the uh, checkers one, I'll tell you real quick, because we have a lot to do today, is my favorite. You have to watch it because... It's the only one where the guy comes in, and this restaurant is so beyond fucked. 
Like, I'm pretty sure the guy was, like, slapping the girl's asses at work there, like, cussing at people. Of course. Uh, cussing somebody in the drive-thru. And it literally, uh, the guy goes outside, the CEO, and he calls one of his investors or main people, you know, managers. Yeah. And he's like, I can't do it. Like, I got to go in there. And the guy's <coughs> like, you can't, you can't. And he does. He blows it. The only one they've ever done it. He walks in, takes his disguise off. He goes, I'm the CEO, and he fires everyone. Holy shit. Puts up new signs, hires the next day, and starts retraining people. It is great. You should watch it. That's like nuts. He just can't do it. Like He's just he's like, I can't watch this happen to my company, and I can't blame him. So if that show is real, it's definitely a cool look. The only reason I feel like it might be real is that some of those companies, if it's fake, I can't imagine they would let their publicity do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't like, see I can't. doing that kind of damage. But then again, it's like, I feel like... When you see something like someone go to White Castle and like it's it's bad, or someone go to a rallies and it's bad, you're all you're doing is showing what everybody already feels like is happening anyway. They'll be like if somebody went like if the CEO went to the Waffle House in Harrison and that guy like <laughs> that guy was there and was like I'll give you a hundred dollars in this bottle of codeine if you'll take down. We your told pants. that story on yeah, here, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, we did. yeah. But like if you saw that on there, everybody'd be like. Oh, it's it's Waffle House, of course. Like that's not surprising. But if you show them trying to turn it around, like this is okay. It's the same thing that worked. And the only reason I think it might be fake is because it's the same thing that worked for Domino's. The reason why they're so popular now is because they admitted they were shitty. They did, and then they went on television and made all these commercials about how shitty they were. But the thing is, they're still fucking shitty. Here's the thing about Domino's. Tell me if you agree, because everyone knows um, Domino's is my least favorite chain pizza. Mm Um, I will eat free Domino's. I will stand by it to yeah. make a bad pizza. Yeah. If there's a pizza there and it's free, I'll probably eat it. Domino's yeah. sucks. Dude, Domino's is horrible. Domino's is terrible. And it's funny because they're like, our new recipe. And I swear to God, all they did was take their old one and then dust garlic around the edges. Mm-hmm. That's all it tastes no, like. No, that's literally all they did. <laughs> like, because, it's not uh, a new pizza. So, somebody, I was reading some like thing about that. And somebody, I don't know if they were doing, like, I don't know what they were doing. If somebody worked there or whatever. But like... They were saying that it was just psychological. Like, they told everybody that they changed. Right. But they didn't fucking do anything. And that makes sense. Because, like, that, you've, you've seen that before where, like, they'll, like, have, like, really expensive something and, like, a blind taste test. Like, something really expensive and something not so expensive. And the not so expensive thing wins because when you don't know what it is, the thing that tastes better always wins, you know? Right. But if you psychologically tell somebody, like, if you go up to somebody and, like hey, this water is $5 a bottle and this water is 99 cents and they taste it, they're always going to act like they taste something different and like the more expensive thing. You're right. But, yeah. like, I don't understand how everybody thought, like, Domino's changed when they didn't change in at our prices. Like, their prices no, actually, they, I think, went down. And it's like, but it's, it's better like, pizza. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're using better quality ingredients and better things now, but your prices went down. I don't think that's even possible to do. It's right, not right. a sustainable business model. I agree. But... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about all that. Sh- like, it could be fake, could not be fake. Just reality TV in general is just horrible. It's, anyway. it's hard to say. If if any show is completely real, I would like to hope that it was the Ted Nugent show. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Because that show was great. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. But uh, moving on, and we have some questions. Yeah, we got some questions So uh, here. let's answer those, because I like questions. Um, don't we, Chewbacca? That's the worst Chewbacca impression. That was almost as bad as your Donald Duck impression. My Donald Duck impression, everyone says it sounds like a demon. I don't think it's that bad. I don't but. think it sounds like a demon. I just think it sounds like a shitty Donald Duck impression. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, this this is a person named the Wonder Sears. So I guess they like the Wonder Years. The show or the band? Uh, probably the band, I would yeah, imagine. Like 
Um, but maybe the show, because it is on that like TV channel, The Hub, and it's on like oh, yeah. five or six times a night. It's on all the time now. Um, hey, guys, love the podcast. It's the highlight of my week. Thank you. Thank you about that. Also, can't wait to see mixtapes on Warped. It's always a great time when I see you guys play in Rochester, I guess New York. Yeah. Two questions. What's the craziest craziest experience you've had of the show? Also, uh, well, let's just go with that first. Uh, like, does he mean a show you played or I mean, a show? These are such on the spot questions. I'm not gonna go with the show I played. I'm gonna go with um, a show I went to. My guess is it's probably Dylan Trafford show. <laughs> no, actually. Strangely. I'm going to go with X Tyrant X. Oh, yeah, actually, that was the weirdest thing. So, yeah. um, Mixtapes has a bunch of crazy stories, but instead of just doing that, since I already want to talk about myself and music in a little while, I don't want to be overindulgent. Um, <clears throat> there was a band from Detroit called X Tyrant X, and I was in a band called Never Again for a little while, and we went on a mini tour with them. And this band, uh, the singer, his name was Dave Hayes. Um, Dave, I think, has become a famous internet meme, actually, because if any of you, including Justin, know the meme that shows, like, uh, family at Christmas, and one of the guys is hugely built and has face tattoos all over him, that's mm-hmm. Dave, yeah. and he's saying the band, and he actually was one of the craziest people I've ever met, and, uh, I mean, he was nice to me, and we tore with him and everything, but, uh, at that show, right when they started their set, and, like, I, I swear to God, Justin can vouch that I'm not exaggerating how this guy is. He pulled out a loaded 9mm handgun, he cocked it, put it on the ground, and said, I dare someone to get this by the end of the set. Yeah. And then throughout the set, he threw a barrel and knocked someone out. And I, by the way, I'm not condoning and saying this is cool, but you just said what's the craziest show I've ever <laughs> yeah. to. I just want to yeah. throw that out there. And then he also <laughs> threw a table that broke a girl's leg, and they had to stop the show, and she had to go to the hospital. So... um I, I'm not saying that like I support anything no. that happened at that no. show, but I am saying if you're asking the craziest show, that would be the one, and I got to play it because I was in a band at the time called X Never Again X. <clears throat> Didn't they also get? Weren't they the band that got arrested like a year later for uh, having that show where they chained the door shut and threw weapons in the crowd? <laughs> yes, actually they did. I was not at that one. Um, yeah, they did a few things. I saw him a few times. Um, he. Their bass player broke his bass. He threw it and hit somebody in the head and cracked their skull open. Yeah, they used to throw fireworks at people in the crowd. I, I, it's a hardcore thing, man. I'm 31. I grew up in the hardcore scene, but I never listened to hardcore. I don't. I don't like. I, hard, I don't like it. hardcore. So. I've, been, I've been to a bunch of those shows and like I was always never, like, I mean, never this clicked is fine, with me. I guess, but I don't really want to get hit or Some anything. Some of my best friends grew up in those scenes, but I it never clicked with me. It wasn't my thing. I don't like violence at shows. I like. I like, you know, I like a good mosh pit back in the day. Mm-hmm. I moshed. Yeah. Probably not oh, yeah. 15 years, but, no. but there was a time. But uh, that would be the craziest show I ever saw because if you can beat my story of someone cocking a gun and saying, get this gun from me, no, please write in next week. <laughs> yeah, please and do. tell us about your craziest experience because <laughs> that was mine. What's up, part two? Um, yeah, I don't, I, that would probably, yeah, <laughs> I'd say that would be the craziest show to ever go to. Um, uh also, are burger subs gross? I love them, but my friends think they are disgusting. Sincerely, Eli. Okay, I don't know what that you. means. Uh, like, okay, you remember when Hardee's came out with the burger sub that was like, instead of just a double cheeseburger on like a regular bun, it was a hoagie bun with like the same stuff just put across, like horizontal instead of vertical burger. I truly don't. 
Oh. No. They brought one out. And, like, it's not, like, a weird thing. So it was a sub with a few burger patties on it? Yeah, I mean, it's more or less, it's just a cheeseburger only in sub form as opposed to just burger form. So it's the same fucking thing, you know? I don't think it's gross. I think you should eat whatever you want to, and if you like it, then you like it. Yeah, Uh, I don't... And I don't have an opinion I, on that. Yeah, I have no problem with a burger in any form, really. I have two burgers tattooed on my body. So, I like burgers. I mean... You better get a burger sub tattooed <laughs> on you. The older I get... I mean, we were talking, I think, one or two episodes ago. I used to be the guy who was like, I'll eat McDonald's, like, whatever, every day. And I less and less can do that yeah. because I just... Fast food makes me feel awful. I'm eating it right now, and that's only because I literally woke up and went to the doctor. Left, went to the studio, and came straight here, and I haven't eaten today. But I finished uh, a record today. That's good. And it's for a new band that no one really knows about yet. So we're going to break it right here. Um, but we're going to wait, because we're talk about a few other things first. Yeah. And then I want to talk about uh, my new band that no one knows about yet. But I'm very excited about it. Um, the suspense is killing you. Okay, this question's Killing you softly. I mean, the suspense isn't killing me, but maybe somebody else. No, it's killing you, dog. No, it's really not. Come on, not. baby. I, come on, what? I don't come really... Come on, baby bear. Papa's over here with a jar, honey. Come on and do what? I don't really know what you're asking me to do. Come on, sit on me. I'm not sitting on you. All right, what's the next question, party pooper? Like, anybody wants to listen to a podcast where I sit down on you? There, Actually, you have there to be, be fair there would probably yeah. be some people no people wouldn't want that they want the video they want the audio component of that <laughs> um <sighs> you're right the, this is anonymous of course come on assholes yeah. are we not well, this person is an asshole because this question is really stupid all right go on <laughs> do you think santa claus has ever done lean and then he, okay, he goes ahead and tells what? us what lean is even though we just talked about it like i did it remember oh yeah it was fake but i mean yeah I did it. <laughs> Um, uh, look, here's the thing. Santa Claus isn't real, so no. But if he was real, then probably. If he was real, I'd imagine he does. Okay, let's. Or does he mean like people go... who play Santa Claus at malls? They definitely oh, do. Absolutely. I was going to say, let's go here from the perspective that Santa Claus is completely real. If your job every year was to spend 364 days with a bunch of little elves and Miss Claus making toys for bratty little kids, going down chimneys and eating subpar cookies. Yeah. And delivering to those kids who probably whine about on the next day anyways. And probably, like, getting chased by a lot of animals. Then you know what? Like... My answer is no. He probably doesn't do lean. He probably does fucking heroin. Oh, yeah. He probably does whatever he can to escape. Are you saying that Philip Seymour Hoffman is Santa Claus? <laughs> too, soon. too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. So. I do, too. You know what I don't like? Um, Her- heroin overdoses I, I that take I don't like talented that. people away from I've us? I've never done heroin. I can assure you I'll never do heroin. But um, I would like to say, this is what bothers me, is that you can tell me if you agree, disagree. I don't think you'll disagree. I don't know if you'll agree. Yeah. Is people just like, this holier-than-thou attitude people seem to have, especially when it comes to the internet, because everyone is super smart, is that the day Philip Seymour Hoffman died, I saw a bunch of people say, well, it sucks, but it's his fault. I don't feel bad for him. He's doing heroin, idiot. It's like, okay, like, yeah. I have never been at the point in my life where I would like to do heroin. No. I don't think I'll ever be there. No. I can almost assure you that. But, like, an addiction is an addiction. So just for someone to be like, no, no fuck that guy. Yeah. Like, he deserved he, it. it. Like, like what are here's you the thing about? is like, like, it's like, I feel like everybody who does that is, like, 20, okay? Yeah. And <laughs> they haven't yet gone through, like, having a friend who's addicted 
or they probably have a friend who's addicted to something and they don't know it yet because it hasn't come out yet. But they're the first person who, when it does come out and when their friend does something stupid and like maybe dies or goes to the hospital or whatever, they're going to be the first one going like, oh man, this sucks and yeah, nobody should right. do this and everybody should feel sorry for this person. And it's like, but you don't have sympathy for anybody else. What if it comes to the point where you have an addiction one day? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and then do you want people to be like, it's your fault? Yeah, you're fucking idiot. Like, no, because that doesn't fucking help. It's not constructive. Like, that's not that's the reason why. And I mean, I don't want to go on like a weird soapbox, or whatever. But that's the reason why, like, shit here as far as like mental health and like addiction, like help and stuff like that, sucks in this country. Why every other country outpaces us in it and has better policies and laws and stuff when it comes to drug use is because. We have a bad infrastructure for that because there's a bunch of dumb motherfuckers who think like that. And they're the ones in charge of that kind of stuff. Addiction to anything is serious. And people don't understand. Like, people say, you can't get addicted to weed. Sure you can. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. Maybe not in the way where chemically, you can be addicted to anything unhealthily. Yeah. You can literally be addicted to video games unhealthily. Yeah. People have died playing World of Warcraft. So if it's heroin, World of Warcraft, fucking chocolate milk. Yeah, addictions are real and they're a serious thing. So like, don't just go ahead and like brush somebody off like a human life. Yeah, exactly. Because why be that? You don't have anything like you're not part of their life. You don't know what they do or have been through. So how do you get to throw the fucking stone through their window? Unless you know? unless you're not a hypocrite, which reminds me of another band that I got to play a show with once. Yeah. Hold on. What what were they called? This I know you know this story. Um. Oh, they were a straight edge band from Iowa or somewhere and I saw it was this hardcore band when I was like 16 <laughs> and I shouldn't even laugh at this but you're gonna laugh too I know you remember the story yeah is this singer dead serious he gets up on stage for a song and he goes this next song you know bands like this I think they talked more than they played songs oh of course it's like this next song is about my mom she died of cancer she smoked cigarettes till the day she died. It's because she was fucking weak. <laughs> and I, and I was like, oh, I I was like oh my gosh. I was like, you are not fucking around here. So I guess at least you do stand by your convictions. Yeah. I can't I mean, shit on that guy. No. Because when it comes to even his own family, he's not a hypocrite. No. That no, guy absolutely. stood by. Oh, sorry. I think I accidentally You just, just texted sent, me. I think I sent you a message because I got this new phone and like one of the messages I sent like four days ago. Or three days ago, didn't send, and it just resent just now. So well, I'm responding to you. Don't worry. Okay. Didn't you want to talk to me a little bit about my text messages? No, I don't want to talk to you about your text messages at all. Actually, as a matter of fact, that's the most boring thing in the world to me. So, okay. Um, uh, any more questions? Yeah, there's one last one. Um, <clears throat> this is from Joseph Fourth on uh, on Tumblr. Hey, I love the show. My friends have been listening for a while now, and I just recently downloaded all the episodes, and I love the podcast. My question is, are either of you guys RPG game fans? If so, how do you feel about the genre as of late and how awful the Final Fantasy series has gotten? I think Justin and I are both RPG fans, Mm -hmm. hugely. Um, I have not played a Final Fantasy game since 7 or 8, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I was never... I love RPGs. We'll get into this. I'll let you give your answer first because you can answer his real question, but then I'd like to talk about RPGs. Yeah. I was never hugely into Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really my game. I was. I always liked all the Final Fantasy games up until 8. I think that's, I like, I like, that's a consensus I even know is that after 8 is when most people... Well, no, that's the thing. is like 8 was terrible. 
then nine was probably one of the best ones that was ever made. Then everything after nine has been pretty mediocre. And they've, most of those have been online. They still make new ones, right? Mm-hmm. They're terrible, right? Yeah, because they keep making sequels to their own. Isn't it like X, like 12, 3? Yeah, there's like there's right. like X2, and then there's Final Fantasy 13 regular, then there's Final Fantasy 13 2, and now there's Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns, which is like, they keep making this same series, but nobody I've ever met likes the Final Fantasy 13 or any of the characters. People ask all the time for a sequel to either 6, 7, or 9. One six, of those, which six would be was fine. my favorite. Yeah, six is awesome, six and it great. just came out on Android recently with better graphics and it's Did badass. It? Yeah, is it on iOS? Uh huh. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it's like fifteen bucks. Check it right, right now. now. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is internet, guys. Six, We're on a podcast, and I'm looking this game up on yeah, my phone. Six is one of the greatest RPGs of all time. It absolutely is. Well, as far in Chrono Trigger and oh. like you know. So if we want to get in, let's talk about RPGs for a second. Yeah. And people who don't play RPGs, you're going to have to be bored for a second, but yeah. you should get into RPGs, so is what you should do. But uh, let's do this real quick. Let's have some fun. Um, let's each name our top five RPGs of all time. Okay. For people who don't know, I guess, because I feel like we should always explain because you never know how brave an audience you're talking to. Yeah. RPG stands for role-playing game, and it's a video game that's more, how would you describe it? It's very in-depth, usually a lot longer. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of... Character customization, but not real. Like sometimes, most of the time, it's just customizing their statistics. It's for more hardcore um, gamers. Yeah, a lot of them can last up, you know, between literally seventy to hundred hours. Yeah, let's Google the definition. Well, it's role playing game is the, what Fair it stands enough. for. That's fine, but I think people know. Okay, I think there's no, you know, whatever. Fifteen ninety nine. It is on iOS, and yeah. I'm literally buying it right now. Um, and it's badass. There's new graphics. There's new like um. I guess, I don't know if there's any new parts to the game or anything It like doesn't that. need them. No, it doesn't. But, uh, top five. Your Let's top see. five RPGs. Ever? Yeah, um, like, Lamai. It doesn't have to be in an order, because I don't want to do that. That's hard. Just. Uh, I mean, I could probably, like, let's see. Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, actually, Final Fantasy VI or nine. 69. Um, those two are tied for me. Chrono Trigger, uh, the Do Mass you, Effect series. Um, easily. I'm trying to think. Do you think are. Final Fantasy VII is overrated? Yes, but not made not as much as like everyone else acts like. People get really fervent about how overrated it is. They do. But it's not because it, it brought Japanese RPGs to America. Like, without it, we wouldn't have had Chrono Trigger over here as early as we did. We wouldn't have seen probably the resurgence of those games on the uh, Android and iOS platforms Agreed. now. Um, but, uh, let's, I'm trying to... Oh, Skyrim, probably. It's probably my, one of my top. And then, can, do we count... Well, I guess we really can't. That's more what? of an adventure game. Like, can we count The Walking Dead? Uh, but I don't think we can because it's an adventure game. It's such a fine line. Yeah. But there's not as much customization and stuff. It's more of a um, game, I guess. I would say, can we count MMOs? Yeah. Because World of Warcraft, I played it for so fucking long. Ultima, actually. Yeah. I'm going to take out Mass Effect and put Ultima Online in there. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I actually uh, pre-ordered for PC uh, Elder Scrolls Online last night. Did you? I got the $90 one, and I'm happy about it, and I'm a nerd. Yeah. I mean, I, it looks awesome. Are you getting I, it? Did, yeah, I want to play I it. I can't wait. Did Greg tell you if it was any good? Because he played the beta this weekend. Did he? Yeah. No, I need to find out. 
Uh, what is your list? Man, top five RPGs of all time. Um, you already know my number one is Earthbound. Oh, yeah. I have a tattoo of it. I didn't it. even think about that. I should have um, thought about that it's, one. I have a tattoo of it. It's my favorite of all time. Um, mine's going to be pretty old school. I'm very, very in love with the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis era of RPGs. But yeah. uh, Earthbound, Chrono Trigger. I mean, that's another game that you can get for iPad or iOS or Android, and you should. If you never played Chrono Trigger. Oh, it's so good. It's it still beautiful. stands up today. The story, it... It could have been made now, and people would be fascinated by it. Oh, yeah. Um, three. These aren't really in order, even though I'm numbering them, but I'm just numbering them. Um, Secret of Mana. Mm-hmm. Another Super Nintendo. I'm going all old school here. Um, Secret of Mana was another game that just drew me in the story. I love the elements of it, the action RPG. For me personally, I would choose um, um, Landstalker over Secret of Mana. But that I was my number four. Oh, really? Yeah, Landstalker for Sega Genesis, which... I will say out of every game Justin and I have named, I think even though Justin Pun can agree is the most underrated because no one ever played that game. Yeah, it was no, like this I game agree. that came out for Sega Genesis. It was an action uh, isometric view yeah. game, and it was incredible, and it just didn't do well. No. Because I was back in a time when Americans were just dumb and wanted to shoot things. Yeah. Wait, that's but still now. Down. Okay, it's now. But uh, my point being that Landstalker was incredible, and five would probably be. Does Fallout Three count? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fallout absolutely. Three. Uh, I I like it more than Skyrim, just because. Much like Earthbound's my favorite, I just like when people put more of a modern take on RPGs. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Yeah, it fascinates me. I'm I'm, <clears throat> I'm a fan of like all I like the Bethesda. RPG way of doing things where you can kind of just do whatever you want. Absolutely. Because I think it's really funny to, like, go through a game and, like, not experience a lot of it because you're a fucking bloodthirsty, awful person. You Mm -hmm. just murder people and then you don't get their quests or whatever. I always think that it's interesting uh, that they can build a game like that because usually games are so linear and then, like, or linear and they, like... They are. And I wish... I know it would be hard. I just wish to this day so badly that someone would make an RPG now that takes place in current day. Isn't that kind of, I mean, sort of like what Watch Dogs is going to be, I guess. But even then, not really, I guess. It's it's more of like a Grand Theft Auto, I feel like. I mean, like a straight up, like, 80-hour Skyrim, go wherever you want, living, breathing world that takes place in, like, New York. I mean, the possibilities. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. The possibilities are amazing, and no one does it. And it's like, at what point do we get tired of dragons and wizards and elves? Like, I mean, maybe never. I love it just as much as the next guy. I just am trying to picture, like, you know, downtown Chicago, like, as an RPG of, like, an 100-hour mm-hmm. game with quests where you can go anywhere and level your character up. Yeah. And I know people always use the argument, like, well, you wouldn't have to have... It'd be people, though, so it'd be hard. You know, you wouldn't have bosses and battles. But, what well, I don't know. Maybe this is just me being stupid. Maybe if you mixed it and, like, a time rift opened up. <coughs> and I don't know. That's sort of what Secret World is. Yeah. Like, a yeah. little bit. But not, a little bit. not quite. But I don't know. I'm not a video game developer, but I would love to see. I mean, one game tried to do it, and I don't even want to mention the name of how shitty it was because Anarchy Online. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, was, but that wasn't even like still, that. That was still like an old. That was like, uh, it was still like futuristic or whatever. And it was terrible. Anarchy Online might be one of the worst games ever made. Well, I wouldn't know because you could never actually play it because it broke every <laughs> five seconds. All right, well, uh, that answers all our questions, so that's good. We got that done. Well, actually, I have a question for you. Why do you have a question? What do you mean? We don't ask each other questions. Yes, we do. 
Because I've been wanting to know what is wrong with you recently and who you've been texting me. What do you mean? Well, let's see. The other day, you literally just texted me Flappy Bird, which is that awful game. <laughs> and then I said, Yeah. Then I said, <laughs> I said, What? And you didn't say anything back to me. All right. Then, like, two days later, you just text me and say, Hey. And I say, Hey. And you go, What's up, Bean Master? <laughs> Then you, then like three days later on Sunday morning, like one in the morning, you just text me a black and white picture of a guy holding his giant dick. <laughs> I say, uh, then you send me like two minutes later, the color version of that picture. I say, thanks. You say, I want that sick. And I say, I guess you meant dick. And I say, that's cool. You could go get it. Then you say, I want you daddy. Then you said, call me when you can, which, why would you want me to call you at two in the morning? Plus all these, these took place. Like you didn't text me back for like half an hour after I, I, I told you, you could go get it. Then you just said, I want you daddy. I can then, explain all of these. Okay. Then the next, like on Monday, you, um, you text me and say, we need to jam like talking stuff, beach bra. And I say, pardon. And you say, you are you pearly man? And I say, uh, and you say pearly man, right? You pearly man. And I say, no, I'm not pearly man. You say, what time are you off today? Pearly man Four thirty. I'm not pearly man though. Why winky face? Uh, okay. Sexy. And then you just stop talking to me after that. I can explain all this. Okay, go ahead. I texted you and said flappy bird because that was just the game that was hot at the minute. And I downloaded it and it yeah, but infuriated me. You didn't say anything back after I said, what are you talking about? I got busy. Playing Flappy Bird? No, I played that maybe literally four times. That is the worst <clears throat> thing ever created. But, uh, so, and then what was the next thing I said? The next thing was... The when... picture of the guy's dick. Okay, that is Jonah Falcon. Um, that doesn't Jonah... make any difference <laughs> to me. Jonah Falcon holds the record for currently in the world, the man with the biggest penis. Okay, well, why are you sending me first one picture that's black and white, second one picture that's colored the exact same picture? To compare and contrast. There's no comparing and contrast. You didn't send me two different pictures. You sent me the same picture twice, only color and black and white. Did it look bigger in color or black and white? I don't know. I didn't study it. And that's what you should have done. See, that's where you Why are you sending it to me at 1.30 in the morning? Is there a better time for it? There's no time for it. I don't want it at any time. But yes, I'm sure if it would have been earlier, I would have been like... Oh, Ryan's just fucking around. At 1.30 in the morning, I'm like, why is Ryan up sending me this picture? Well, I'm usually up late playing games or doing something or working on songs. Okay. Okay, I just, I still don't really understand. That's, that's still not an explanation. You I said mean, you can explain these things easily. How long have we been friends? Uh, 15 years. I mean, do you want me not to text you anymore? That hurts my feelings. No, I never say you can't text anymore, but why are you sending me the same picture twice? But you, this okay. Okay, I'll accept your explanation, except that you didn't give me this explanation at the time. So why wouldn't you, if you wanted my opinion, why wouldn't you ask for it? Instead of saying, I, I want that dick. Uh, okay, well, that is a little misconstrued. No, it's not. When you say that you want that, that and I say you can go and get it, then you say, I want you, Daddy. I was at Kroger and I was shopping, okay? 
and I was looking at I think Easy Mac or maybe uh, Rice Rooney. I don't remember. We got that doesn't matter. Some girl walked by and saw my phone with that picture with that guy's penis on it. I was like, oh my gosh! And she grabbed my phone and texted you then. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. Hundred percent happened. No, it did not happen. Oh, did I tell you I went to the doctor today? I don't care. I'm, we're not done. Oh, no, we're, we're not done yet. Yeah, can we? No, can we talk? because. A girl grab your phone and then text me and that and I was like, okay, you could go get it. Then half an hour later, you text me, I want you, daddy. I'm on, I'm out of lies. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm out of lies. <laughs> you wanted dicks and then I you said you wanted. I guess that dick made you horny and you wanted me for some reason, which doesn't make any sense because I'm not going to do it. You look kind of like Jonah Falcon. Okay, great, but first of all, I don't have anywhere near that size of dick. Thank you for being so flattering towards me. And secondly, uh, nothing would even happen, though, Ryan. There's no reason. And also, uh, why did you call me Pearly Man all those times then? That is a nickname that I distinctly remember when we were about 17 or 18. You told me to call you. You didn't know me when I was 17. <laughs> I knew you and you were 17. That's what I meant. Uh huh. I never told you you call me Pearly Maybe it was Brent. Man. I don't know. Anyways, listen, let me talk to you for a second. It's not Brent. What was that noise? I turned on Skype. Oh, I went to the doctor today, and uh, it was good because I'm starting a lifestyle change next week. Hormone no, therapy? I'm, no, I'm being serious. Uh, uh, recently, I don't know if you've noticed, maybe the past few times, but I've had this thing for the past few weeks point where my friends and family got worried about me, and I'm, I'm glad that I went to the doctor, is that when I'm just sitting there, when I eat, I start to get very tired and, like, zoning out. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if you've noticed. And, like, I'll start to just, like, <clears throat> it got bad enough the other day we were recording, and, like, I was trying to play a bass part. It's a good thing you <laughs> ate before this podcast. <laughs> it's true. You can probably notice me right now. I'm like, but, like, I, well, I had to eat. I haven't I eaten all day. Yeah, like rallies, you got to eat. Oh, no, but I just was in a hurry. And uh, that was probably the worst thing for me to do. And I'm trying to play bass, and I just couldn't keep my eyes open. And mm. It was real bad. And like even like right now that I ate, I'm getting kind of like weird. And I was like, man, I need to go to the doctor. Because Eric, Eric is the producer that was recording a record. And he was like, I'm worried about you. I'm like, so I went to the doctor today. And uh, it turns out I have really high blood pressure. Oh, yeah. And stress and anxiety. Yeah. So... The doctor said, you know, you need to start eating a lot better, which is good. I'm going to do that. And uh, I'm going to start juicing. I got a juicer and I got a Nutribullet and uh, I'm going to do that. So I'm happy. That's good. That's good news yeah, for my good. life. Yeah, definitely. And on top of that, I, I stopped drinking. So that's good. Yeah. And I'm trying to uh, get myself healthier because I got to the point where I'm eating and I just sit there like this and just feel like a complete waste. And it's weird. So. Yeah. I'm happy. So I'm sharing that with people listening because I figured that they like us. They'd like to support us. Yeah. And good life decisions. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I'm doing that. So that's good. I am going to go on a diet starting Monday because I agreed to be on a show in March where we have to perform in our underwear. And that would be very embarrassing (laughs) to me. Because I've gained like twenty pounds, I was down like quite a bit. You look great. Yeah, you're you're looking great. But I gained like a bunch of it back, so I need to get need to get back to working out. Let's do a diet together. Okay. We see each other weekly. We can uh, we can do something. Whoa! In the world. Sorry. We can do something together, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can do all kinds of things together. uh, What? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Um. Yeah. Anyway. But what? So you you doing new band? You were going to tell everybody about? Uh, I was. I'm excited. Um. When Mike calls, but uh. 
few people have heard You can it. text them to tell them to call if you want. Oh, give me a second. Not yet. Tell them to call in nine minutes. That's fine. Go ahead and tell people a little story about my little man. Ryan's little man. I don't know what he's referring to. And so, therefore, I do not have a story about his little man. But, uh... And I don't... I don't know how it takes that long to text somebody calling nine minutes, but that's fine. Anyways. Um, yeah, our guest today, we forgot to even say, is Mike Kennedy from All American Rejects, who mm-hmm. is always wonderful. We had him before, but A, I was really sick then, and I'd rather have him again and do it better. Yeah. I'd like to have him multiple times. And uh, so, we... Yeah, I've uh, been recording uh, me and Kamal... Who's been a guest of the show a few times, and our friend Zach, who uh, does a blog podcast called Pizza Boner, mm-hmm. which which um, is actually awesome. So you should check that is it great. Out. You should yeah. go out, check out Pizza Boner. We'll give them a shout out. But they uh, go and just try pizza places all over the place and review them. So that's pretty cool. You can't really beat that. Yeah. It's a very pop punk of them. But uh, <clears throat> we started a band called Youth Culture, and we just finished. Well, what we did is we finished a record, and it was nine songs. And we were really, really happy with it. I think it's some of the best stuff I've ever written. I was so proud of it. I've been singing better and just working uh, on songwriting and vocals. And then we just decided that nine songs was really annoying. I don't know why it just bothered us. So what, did you extend it? Yeah, so what we did is I sent it to a few people. Mike was one of them. I wanted to talk to him about it. And and, uh, today we finished the tenth song because for some reason nine songs just seemed extremely annoying. Yeah, I think that's so a weird number. So we just wanted a tenth song, so we finished a tenth song. So yeah. we did that. That's good. So um, what I want to do now, and what we'll do before he calls in real quick, is I'm going to go ahead and tweet, if that's cool. If you're Brooklyn. Um, what do you think is Red Hot Chili Peppers' biggest song? Under the Bridge. Agreed. Yeah. I'm also in agreement. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this real quick. Yeah, but you were saying that you knew... Uh, or you were talking to people the other day who said it wasn't. Right. Well, let's just go over that. Is actually maybe let's do this for next week. Right. I want to have people call in next week. Yeah. But uh, at the Super Bowl the other night, two things I think are hilarious. Uh, the Super Bowl is that have we had a podcast since the Super Bowl? Mm-mm. Well, a what the fuck was the Super Bowl? Because that, that was, was not a, a football game. It was not I, a Super Bowl at all. <laughs> that was sad. I was actually talking to Nathan. I was like, I wish that those two teams. Would just do a rematch for fun that didn't mean anything, just so I could watch a football game. Yeah, because it was such a fluke. Like I don't understand what happened because, like, from like the very first this first day. Uh, well, no, I mean from the very first day of the season, I picked the Broncos to go to the Super Bowl. I do not understand how a team that that dominated everything that much during the season could fall apart that quickly. I was proud of myself. A safety because, on the first fucking, you know what I mean? Like, and they never got better. Well, yeah. I was gonna say I actually was proud of myself because. I actually predicted before the season started Seattle's Broncos Super Bowl, which isn't like crazy talented of me. They're two powerhouse teams, but if there was a rematch, I mean, maybe Seattle would win. Maybe Seattle's better. Yeah. But not like that. I mean, what was that game? I can't even. It was terrible. If you told me that game was paid off, I would probably be like, eh, well, maybe. If you told me that that (laughs) halftime show could be worse than. uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Here's where I want to give Rutch Hilder's credit, though. Or at least Flea. Did you see his response to everybody? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. There was no ne- there was it, the thing is is there was no need to even have a response because no. everybody I like how people were like, 
they weren't plugged in. And it's like no one who plays the Super Bowl is ever plugged in. You know why? Because they spend all that fucking money to make that thing happen. It has to happen in a certain amount of time, and it can only happen and at that point. you're in an arena. It's 20 degrees outside. Yeah. There's no roof on it. They set the stage up in two minutes. Who cares? Yeah. I don't even really like Red Shepherds that much. They have a few good songs. Yeah. If you need Flea to prove that he's a good bass player, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's not like I'm he can't I feel like play. he's already done it <laughs> yeah, like a million like... times. Well, shouldn't people have been more concerned about Anthony Kiedis' mustache? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Because he's a grown man who's been working out every day since he was like 12 years old. Why can't he grow a mustache thicker than like a 14-year-old Latino boy? I'm the same way, to be fair. But Anthony... No, yours looks better than his. Well, we both look good together because, you know, me and him rub up like cream and uh, sickle. A you bit. rub each other's mustaches together? No, we get up like uh, cream and sickle up in there. But you know what I'm saying. So. I know. Nobody knows what you're saying. Oh, well, yeah. Look, me and Anthony Kiedis, we yeah. get up in there and rub like cream and sickle up in there. Yeah, okay. You rub like a cream and sickle up in there. What does that mean exactly? No one can see your hand <laughs> motions, by the way. Okay, wanna... anyways, let me, let me digress here. That's yes, what I was saying. digress so, from whatever you were doing. We got in a big argument because we're all sitting there at the Super Bowl, and it wasn't like a real argument. People were mad, but they played give they played give it away. And a few of us, you know, uh, my friend Alex, I was talking to, and we were like, "Man, it'd be awesome if they played other side with uh, Bruno Mars singing," because I think that would sound cool. I was curious. Yeah. And like we just we at first we were mad because there were so many wasted opportunities. What was that halftime show? It was a piece of shit. Yeah, it was awful. And people want to be like, Bruno Mars is talented. Yeah, he is. That's fine. Like, he is. I'm not going to say he's not. Yeah, he's talented. I won't talented, take it away from him. Yeah, sure, he's so, so is fucking Brad Paisley. I yeah, want to listen to that. Yeah, I don't like, care. And that's when, like, the opportunity, and everyone goes, well, it was Bruno Mars with Red Hot Chili Peppers as a backing band. Yes, I get that. But the opportunity to have Red Hot Chili Peppers play some of their, like, classics with Bruno Mars and Anthony Kiedis doing a duet yeah. would have been really cool. Yeah. I would love to hear Under the Bridge with Bruno Mars singing it. Instead, they play three-fourths of Give It Away and get off the stage, which was a waste of my time. Why did they even bill it that they were playing, or why did they even play yeah, it? Yeah, what was that? What was the point of it? I well, you know what? This is this is the thing that's happened for years, is that that's part of the Super Bowl, is they always try to push bands together that don't belong together. Right. Like, what the fuck? Prince and the Foo Fighters? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or Aerosmith and, like... Who was it? Aerosmith and anybody. It doesn't matter who it was, because they're <laughs> fucking terrible, and they don't deserve to be on stage anywhere. Um, but I just don't, I, I don't know what the point of Bruno Mars being, what are you doing? Nothing going Um, I don't understand what the point of Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers being on stage together. Was it, did they ask Bruno Mars like, oh, well, you know, we need something to break up what you're doing. Right. That's like true. your type of music. We need something well, to break up. Well, I found up. it weird from the beginning because... Bruno Mars is one of the biggest stars right now. No, you get closer to the microphone because you're. But usually talking. they have people that are way more established. Like he's only been around for a few years. Yeah, I know. It's a weird choice in the first yeah. place. I thought. And yeah, I don't really get it, and it's not like he's like this. This is the other thing, actually. Now you bring it up, it's not like he's like this hugely notable can star you, that can everybody you name loves. A bunch of hits from him, I can't. No, I mean other than that, have that song, that heaven song, that which one. is the creepiest song if you actually listen to the <laughs> lyrics. Because all he's talking about how this lady won't fuck him anymore. It literally is about how her vagina is filled with gold or some shit. <laughs> like, it's really fucking creepy if you listen to... Oh, God. That's who they should have had on. 
love is invincible. <laughs> I look what? into your dreamy eyes and melt deeper and deeper into your heart. <laughs> Holding you and feeling the warmth of your naked buff body lets me know how lucky I am to have you in my life. Is that about Anthony Kiedis? Well, I'm back to Grant McDonald. I know those who are new to our podcast, that's Grant McDonald, and I found him one day. He has an album called Ram Ranch. Before I explain this, though, I want to tell you two because I didn't realize it. Let me explain here. Heard cowboy cocks, wild cowboys <laughs> in the showers, young cowboys from the range wanted to be sucked and fucked. <laughs> Okay, I want to explain something to you guys. Please look this guy up on Spotify. His name is Grant McDonald. That album is called Ram Ranch. Here's what I didn't know, Justin. What's that? Do you know how many singles he has on Spotify that you can listen to? Oh, it's like 170 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's insane. And, uh... (laughs) That's Grant McDonald. And why can't he... Why can't he be on there? I don't know. I mean, I would rather him on there than Bruno Mars, personally. I agree. Oh, so this is what the argument was. So what happened was, we got into it, and somebody said, you know, why why that song? And uh, one person in my house said, it's their biggest song. And a few of us said, no, I don't think Give It Away is their biggest song. And I was like, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. And I got into this huge argument. And I don't know which came first. Can you look that up? I don't yeah, know. I want to know which one came first. I think Give It Away was the song that broke them into the mainstream. Yeah, but I think Under the Bridge was infinitely bigger afterwards. Oh, yeah, but that's my thing is like, I don't think that they've ever had a bigger song than Under the Bridge. Like, no, like at all. Like I don't think there's even a question about that. Um, because I think that song was so big and it's still so like huge. You hear so it on radio, yeah. You hear I mean, give it away sometimes, but not as much as Under the Bridge. You, you hear that all the, the fucking all the time. time. It's uh, it's like hearing it's like um that Sublime song. What like, I got? Yeah, what I got. You hear that all the time. Santa but Rio. that would be like somebody talking about that, like which was a bigger song for them. Right. I'm pretty sure what I got was, but uh, let's see. Why can't you just tell me? I hate this shit. I I don't I don't know what, cause there, it doesn't say like what when singles came out. I wish there was like a way. No, I don't think there's like a way to. I'll have to. Look I don't know. Up. I think "Give It Away" was the song that broke them into the mainstream. Um. They had, what, Suck My Kiss before that, but it was never that big. No. That song became popular after the fact, it did. I think. And Under the Bridge was the song that just made them massive, like, arena band. Yeah. Because they were, like, this weird funk, you know. Funk punk? Crazy band, whatever you want to call them, like, P.O.D. Brown. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't matter, because my favorite song there is The Scar Tissue. It is, actually. Yeah. That's I like Scar Tissue a lot. Good song. Not a big fan of Shred Peppers. Uh, they're very talented. Don't care. Oh. We're getting a call. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm good. Justin. I'm already off to a much better start. 
Yeah, yes, it sounds it is. like it is. Uh, we talked to you before we were talking. I was really sick. It didn't go that well. We just want to talk to you again and make it better. Okay. So let's do that. Why don't we ask him the question we're talking about right now? Yeah, let's go ahead and start with a debate uh, that happened at the Super Bowl the other night. Um, off the top of your head, what would you say is the Red Hot Chili Peppers' biggest song? Um, you know, shit. Like my immediate answer, I think would just show my age more. Like I would say, "Under the Bridge." But no, I'm sure they've had that's, that's what we said. Songs since then. I don't know. Justin and I both said "Under the Bridge" as well. I think it might still be their biggest song. Okay, but this is what happened. All right. Under the Bridge was the second single off Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but it was the album or it was the song that put them at number two on the Billboard charts. Okay, because our friends got an argument the other night between Give It Away and Under the Bridge, though. But would you say Under the Bridge is infinitely bigger than Give It Away? I would say that, for sure. Have you ever played with them or played a festival with them? I haven't. Never I, I saw Anthony Kiedis. Riding a Vespa on Sunset once, which I thought was appropriately not chili peppers. He also owns a car that literally has 70 batteries in it, and that's the only thing it runs on. It's an electric car with just batteries in it, which, if you think about it, he thinks he's saving the environment, but batteries, like car batteries, are horrible for the environment. So he's actually just a yeah, total no. asshole. <laughs> well, did you watch he's, it? He's ruining a different part. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis can't be that cool of a person. There's no possible way he is. But. Actually, I can totally settle this right now if you want. Yeah, settle it. Give It Away came out. It was it peaked at number 73 on the Billboard chart. Under the Bridge came out, peaked at number 2, was certified platinum by the RIAA and silver by BPI. So I'd say, there you go. without a doubt, it was their most popular song. Maybe scar tissue or something got bigger. I don't know. But out of those, nothing two- else has come. Well, okay. By the way, the song "By the Way" came out. It was two times platinum. That song is terrible. And also, Danny California. What is that? That's that song off Stadium Arcadium that I can't. Nobody can fucking stand. Oh, all. Well, all right. All right. Yeah, all the two thousand shit. Like it was like I know all those songs and I hear them all the time, but I can't really tell if they were actually bigger or not. I don't, I don't know. Music's so different, too, to judge it. Yeah, true. I think when our Trevor's came out, they were kind of unique, but they kind of, like, by around, like, that scar tissue area, had a formula and made the same song over and over again anyways. It was, like, really catchy chorus, and then I'm going to rap, and I literally write the worst lyrics that anyone's ever read. Yeah. Which, just in case anybody wants to debate me, I want to go ahead and throw out that the first line of the song, Californication... Is Chinese spies from Russia try to steal your mind's elation? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. So, Mike, how are you today? What are you up to? Um, not a whole lot. Doing a little spring cleaning, but that's about it. Nice. Um, you're a nice guy, so I know you don't like to talk bad with other bands. But Justin and I were wondering. We uh, remember when All American Rejects and Sugar Cult first came out? You guys kind of got compared to each other a little bit. Does it feel good that you just completely kicked their ass? <laughs> uh, you know, I I didn't wasn't even aware that we got compared that much. It was you uh, it was you guys in American Hi Fi and Sugar Cult always got compared to each like, other at I first. Like. And also you beat the shit out of American Hi Fi. I mean that's not even that's just sad. <laughs> well those guys I 
I never really met, but Sugar Colt I met a few times, and they're always super nice dudes. So I don't have nothing bad to say. I know. Well, I you're did, such a nice I guy. Really that's why we love you. Competition. I know. I mean, you're such a nice guy, and that's why we love you. But it's sometimes fun just to ask if you're happy that you kicked their ass. Yeah, are, you, I mean, are you happy that they live in the gutter now and you live in a gleaming mansion on the hill? <laughs> Answer. I'm, I'm very happy for, what, for the success we've got. No, that's, a, that's a very metered response. That is. That is very nice. <laughs> so um, did, did you watch the Super Bowl at all? No, not one second. That's That's probably for the best. And uh, that's okay. So the thing, I guess we want to cover a few things. I guess we can talk to you about some of our pop culture questions. You want to talk about them with us? Yeah. Have you seen the TV show, what's it called, Justin? Hardy Down South. Hardy Down South? Yes. Yeah. No, I haven't. I mean, Party Down. Uh, Party Down is a great show. Yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah. It is, but Party Down South is a show that's... Uh, let Justin explain it to you. It's like if the Jersey Shore, instead of being the Jersey Shore, was uh, full of a bunch of people from Alabama and, Lu- and northern Louisiana, and uh, they were all given money to go get drunk at a bar all the time and fight civilians constantly <laughs> and be as racist and homophobic as they possibly but I, can. I want to throw in real quick, like, I mean, they're outwardly racist, like, for real. Yeah. It's bad. There's there's one guy on the show that has a bunch of tribal tattoos on his arm, and then in the middle of his chest it just says the word tattoo in tribal lettering. <laughs> that, just seems, that almost seems like it's just completely fake. <laughs> like, you, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, that's what we were talking about is, like, is it fake and, like, CMT is just trying to sell that lifestyle because it's popular right now, and there's, like, some people who, like, really don't want to let go of the past and really want things to go back to where like gay people can't have rights and black people can't have rights or is this just real people and that's how awful younger people are right now i don't know that's a good question uh well it's almost like do you guys did either of you guys actually um who was it? It was LL Cool J and maybe Brad Paisley. Oh, did you guys hear that song? The accidental racist. It's song? called accidentally racist or something yeah, like that. Accidental racist. Yeah. And did you hear that, Mike? Yeah. That is one of the most it's, absurd it's things I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. And like, I just not only did those two get together and think that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. You have to keep in mind the level they're at. They talked to some producers, their record labels. So at least 10 people heard that and said, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's make that song. This is the problem is if you get so much power and, like, you're so famous that no one's ever going to say no to you. Does LL Cool J, though, have that much power nowadays? Yes, because he's on a very popular television show on CBS. And if you know anything, like, CBS is the most watched television network in America. I didn't even know he was on a show. Yeah, he's on, like, a CSI type show or whatever. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, so, like... All the people with the money fucking love him still somehow. I don't know. I guess this could be an interesting question, Mike. Uh, in All American Rejects, was there like ever anything you guys just really wanted to do and like somebody, a superior label, just said no flat out and you had to fight for it? Um, no. Uh, I mean, if there was anything, it would be for budget reasons as opposed to like any sort of uh, just objection to content kind of things. I mean, we've always 
had a pretty understanding label who, I mean, we're not exactly trying to fucking do anything crazy either, so it's not like right. it needed to be ranked. Well, would would you make a song with LL Cool J? <laughs> would we? Yeah. Probably not. Would you make a song with David <laughs> Allen Coe? <laughs> that would be more interesting. That's the truth. Uh, that is the truth of an answer right there. <laughs> I will accept that. Okay, so also out of that outside of that show then, have you seen the documentary Bronies? What's it called? Bronies? No. Do you know what that is? No. Let's talk about this for a second then, because I didn't until the other night, and this is fresh to me. I watched it two nights ago on Netflix. Um, my friend Kamal told me about it, and apparently, and this is not real. This is not, like, fake reality. There is an entire subculture right now of adult men our age that are really into My Little Pony, and they call themselves bronies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have heard about this. Yeah, and not only that is... I, what were you going to say? I was, was going to say I hadn't heard the name, like the specific what, what they call themselves, but I have heard about it. So, yeah, what they did is, I guess, uh, I watched the documentary the other night. It's only about an hour and a half, and uh, they they uh, the first convention had 100 people. Now they have like six or 7,000 people every mm-hmm. year that come to this thing. So I watched the documentary out of curiosity because I was like, you know, this would probably be at least funny. My problem with the documentary is two things. Uh, a, it's shot from the perspective of a person who like doesn't think it's weird at all. They're just trying to show off these people. And the way they defend what they do, and you can do whatever you want. I'm not judging, but I'm going to judge in this case because it's <laughs> fucking creepy. But what they do is they they say, you know, it's really good. Like It's not creepy because the show teaches you about morals and friendship and how to treat each other. And my response is, if you're 30 and you need My Little Pony to teach you that, you're <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like, I just, there's, totally. there's no other way I can look at it. Like, I can't look at it not creepy. And they continually try the whole documentary to tell you why they're not creepy. And, like, it's just so disheartening. Like, I recommend that you both watch it. You don't see it either, have you, Justin? Mm-hmm. It's just so strange. And, like... You don't even feel bad for them. Like, literally, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, these poor guys. They're so that. The whole time, I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and, like, it shows clips of the show, and it shows these guys, like, yeah, like, they teach you, like, how to be good friends. And I'm just like, this is absurd to me in so many different ways that I can't even comprehend it. If you're an adult man, you've already learned that. Yeah, I would hope that you at I least saw an epi- episode of Sesame Street at some point when you were five. That's what that... I mean. Is like, first of all, what cartoon doesn't teach the same morals? Doug taught the same morals. Garfield, um, Rugrats, take your pick. Ah, real monsters taught yeah. you about friendship. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if a lot of them are doing it to get attention, but like, it's just like this weird, creepy. Perks of being a wallflower, like on Mushrooms documentary, where they're like, do you ever see any girls at these things? And the guy's like, and they like they go so far out of their way to make sure that you don't think they're creepy, that it makes it creepier. Yeah. Because they actually ask one of the guys in the documentary, you know, they say, are there girls at him too? And he goes, yeah, but I mean, that's not the reason that I'm there. He gets like, he gets like real, you know, he's like, he's like, it, it has nothing to do with that though. It's all about the ponies. And it's like, well, you're fucked up. Like, yeah. why can't you admit that maybe you just see a pretty girl and think that you like that? Yeah. 
And, uh, like, <laughs> they get so defensive that it's absolutely great. So, bronies. I want you guys both to watch that. Can that be your guys' homework? Yeah, that's fine. I guess. <laughs> can, we talk, can we talk about that again? What uh? What movies have you seen recently? It's Oscar season. That just happened. What uh? What have you seen, Mike? Um, then I watched. I watched uh, like uh, it seems like every weekend, me and my girlfriend, when we make food, we want to watch the dumbest movie we can find. Well, not the dumbest, but something that's for some reason we're like. We're going to make lunch, and we may not finish this, so let's pick something we don't give a shit about. Understandable. And we watched, we watched Dread the other day. Oh, the new yes. one. I, I love actually that heard movie. it was decent. And uh, that was okay for that kind of movie. Is that the new one? It's very 90s to me. That's, What's uh, that? That's the new one, right? Yeah. I remember the original one with Sylvester Stallone, right? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. If it felt pretty 90s to you, were you actually watching the 90s one? Did Rob <laughs> Schneider show up in it? And you just got no, you no. got confused? It was the new one. <laughs> but it had, this, it had this weird, like, cyberpunk, like, future drug abuse. Oh, overtone yeah. That, like, I remember from so many, like, 90s movies. Yeah, it definitely had, like... It definitely had like the RoboCop sort of uh, vibe to it. Like, do you guys remember game. the video game Narc? That's what that sounds like. Oh yeah. Do you remember that game, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Where you're either a red cop or a blue cop, and you like kill junkies, and they have yeah. like needles and stuff. <laughs> totally. Games what back then. Wait, what was this? There what? was some movie from the '90s with like, um, like Ray Fiennes and uh, Juliet Lewis. Where there's all these people doing fuck. What movie was this? It was the only time I ever in my life smoked pot. Was it uh? Was it Strange Days? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, I don't remember I that I movie. I haven't seen it since that night of getting high and watching it in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you say that's the only? It time? reminded me of that. Did you I say, could see that. Did you say that's the only time you've ever been stoned? No, no. I used to smoke weed in high school a bunch, but. Uh, I kind of quit right after that and just have never cared since. And like, don't really drink, don't really do anything. It's right for the better. It's a, it's a better lifestyle to live. It's a lot some, easier. Some fucking rock star. <laughs> Man, you're playing arenas. If you're not getting fucked up and like getting hookers, what's the point? What do you What do you play guitar for? This is exactly why I'm wasting my life. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Um, Here's a movie I want to talk to both of you about because I know you guys have both seen it. Her. You guys have both seen Her, right? No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? No. You've seen Her, right, Mike? Which one? Her. Her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you, I just want to ask. I don't want to spoil this for Justin. I don't give a shit if you do. I'm not going to watch it. You're not interested in it at all? No. How come? I've seen Joaquin Phoenix fuck a computer before. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked Her a lot, um, Mike, in my opinion. I'd recommend it to anybody. Here's my one qualm with it. I just don't know if you agree or other people at home. Please write us in and tell us if you agree. Is I feel like that for the length of the movie, you know, they uh, they talk about, they get to the point where he falls in love with the computer and they explain it for so long that it almost beats you over the head and they could have used more of that time because then when it ends, it wraps up so fast that I wish they would have taken more time with the ending. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I definitely felt like it went. It was. It felt like a long movie. There's a lot of times where you felt it was going to start progressing, and then it kind of just treaded for a while. Agreed. 
and I still really liked it. I would recommend it to anybody. But the ending was just so abrupt that I feel like they could have taken more time, less time out of the middle and more time on the end. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, let's just keep on down the line. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Have we all three seen that? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? I wish I wouldn't have watched it. You didn't like it, did you? No. You hated it. No. It was three hours of like, hey, this guy's an asshole. And then at the end, it was like, he's still an asshole and still stealing people's money, but here's a movie about him. See you later. He's a piece of shit. That's absolutely true. Um, I liked it, though. I did like it. I liked the acting in it, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio is awesome he in did. it. He did. He killed it. You can't. Whatever. Yeah, you definitely can't deny well, it. We should probably let Mike talk, because he is the guest. Oh, <laughs> uh, you are the guest. Sorry, Mike. We're being like fucking Chris Hardwick right now. I apologize. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I kind of felt like I'm in this minority that I think Scorsese's last few movies have been kind of shitty. Like, I really didn't like The Departed. I know everyone else does for some reason, but I thought it was kind of shitty and not well-made, personally. Um, so this, I kind of felt harkened back more to, like, Goodfellas and Casino Days, which I liked. But then it was a half hour longer than it needed to be, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I was going to say, um, to each his own on The Departed, I like it a lot. What didn't you like about it? I'm just curious, because it is a rare thing, and you're right. You don't hear a lot of people criticize that movie. It, to me, felt like... Like, it was one, it was funny, one of the things that I, I bitched about a lot is, uh, when I watch it, like, I rarely, like, really pick apart movies from, like, a technical standpoint. Right. I remember when I watched it, I was like, man, this is really shitty edited. And then the <laughs> chick who edited it won the Oscar for it, and I was so fucking pissed. Because there's so much stuff that just seems, like, shitty in it. I never guess I really never noticed. Um, let's play a quick game, then, between all three of us, because Justin and I like to do this a lot. What is what is everyone's top three Scorsese movies? I would go. Well, Goodfellas number one for sure. Fair, for me, fair, fair enough. And I'm not sure where I put the others. You don't have to go in order; just your top three at all. Um, probably Taxi Driver and. Cause I, you know, I haven't watched Raging Bull in so long. I don't even know. That's, that's fair enough. So you're more old school. What's that? You're more old. You're more old school Scorsese than. Yeah, I definitely feel like the that late '80s, early '90s. That's kind of my favorite stuff. That's fair enough. What about you, Justin? Um, Goodfellas, Casino, and Gangs of New York. Good choices. Um. I would go Casino number one. I Casino is probably in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh no, I mean Casino is definitely above Goodfellas for me. Yeah, like yeah. Casino is one of those movies that is three hours long, and I could still probably watch it once a week. Yeah, and still find new things to be entertained by. Yeah, it's just the cast, everything about it. Um, Gangs of New York will probably be my number two. Three, I, I might say Shutter Island. Oh wow. That's a bold choice. I love that movie, and I know I'm not trying to be different. Like, obviously, my other two are completely stereotypical. <clears throat> I loved the book, and I just, the movie. I thought it was great. Did you guys not like it, or just no? Nah, I felt it was just predictable. Yeah. What did you think, Mike? I didn't mind it. It was just kind of you know, like oh, that was okay. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're a little more cultured than you. Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Hold on, let's move down the list. I have one or two other ones to ask you guys about. Let me look on my little mobile app here real quick. 
Uh, Ride Along. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, actually, did any other one of you see the Lego movie? Because I did. I want to see it so bad this week. Did you see it, Mike? I have not seen it. And let oh. me tell you something. Before you even say anything, Justin, because I don't know if you liked it or not, mm-hmm. and even if you didn't like it, I don't care. I'm tired of, for some reason, the last two weeks... I've been talking about the Lego movie and how I think it looks so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And 90% of people, for some reason, are like, what, are you 12? And I don't know why, because why, why is that a thing? I want you to know right now that it is one of the best and funniest movies I've seen in probably the last five years. That's so fucking awesome. I want to see it so bad. And I, I, I wouldn't say I say that without hyperbole. Like, I honestly believe it is. And, like, I'm, I'm not, like, a hugely harsh judge of movies because I love, like, a lot of dumb movies. Yeah. But Lego movie is seriously... It is so good that it was astonishing to me that it was as good as it was. Because it has no business being as good as it is. That makes me so happy. Are you gonna are you gonna see it, Mike? Um, I hadn't really planned on it, but I, I didn't think it looked. You know, like I'm not usually a kid movie kind of guy, but oh. like it's like not really, you know, geared I, towards just kids. No, I the minute I saw the preview. I don't remember who I was with, and I was just like, "That movie looks great." And when I was with, was like, "Why? Why?" Well, so uh, here's like, the thing: is that is you should see it, if not because not even if you're not interested in it, whatever, uh, you should see it simply for the the technological marvel of it all, because they scanned in like three million some odd bricks, and everything in the movie is built that, and it had to be run by engineers at Lego to see if it could be built in real life. They wouldn't allow anything in the movie that couldn't be built in real life That's made out so of Lego. Awesome. So it's worth watching simply for that uh, f- fact alone. I think, unless you're a giant yeah, adult like Mike, unless you're a giant adult like Mike, and then you can't go watch it because you know. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you big adult. <laughs> um, I want to see oh, Monuments you... Men really bad. Yeah, I do too. I've not seen it yet, but I would like to see it. No. I don't know about you guys. And I will cap this yeah. out. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, it looks pretty good. And I was going to say, the movie that I thought was the worst-sounding idea I'd ever heard until I saw the preview was RoboCop, and I think it looks badass. No. Yes. Nope. It looks good. I I, I have objections to that one, too. Me, too. Uh, sorry, PG-13 is, RoboCop is not a real RoboCop. Agreed. PG-13 is bullshit. I, I will say that. But I, Yeah, that's... And also, it's like... That Total Recall movie wasn't a horrible movie on its own. No. But as a Total Recall remake, it was just like, fuck, yeah. this isn't the same. Fair. If they had called that like Total Recall uh, remake like something, if they had just gave it a different title, I would not be nearly as mad at it as I am when I have to see that it's called Total Recall. But the RoboCop oh. remake, first of all, doesn't need to exist at all because RoboCop is still really good. It is. Secondly, if I'm supposed to take Michael Keaton as a villain... That's ridiculous. Third, RoboCop becomes RoboCop by getting blown up by a car bomb. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. I'm not watching that pile of shit. Okay, it's not a pile of shit. It yeah, might it be is. good. It's a pile of shit. Anyways, I would actually like to address both of you right now. I got an email this week from a guy named Joe DeCarolis, who is uh, somebody I've met through mixtapes. Oh, is he the producer of the RoboCop movie and the mix- and mixtapes are on the soundtrack and that's why you're no, so behind No, okay, it? it's not. So listen... <laughs> First of all, all American Rejects are way more likely to be on a movie soundtrack than mixtapes, so Mike might get that one. <laughs> Have you guys been on? I bet you've been on some movie soundtracks, right? Yeah, yeah. We haven't had any in a while, but there was a time where it was it was good before before like indie music. 
became the like soundtrack to everything. Right. We were doing good, but now yeah, like it's like every like music placement guy now wants to be the one who breaks a band. Mm, right. So yeah, because so they're all like you know trying to find someone no one knows. I feel like when Move Along came out, I would hear it all the time on like trailers and stuff like that for movies. Yeah, we had we had like a good run of stuff there for a while. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Let's find out. Let's see what the worst movie you guys were in. <laughs> do you remember all the movies that you guys had songs in, or do you not even? Um, you know what's funny is there's some where like I was watching some like Comedy Central the other day, and there's this movie called like Over Her Dead Body. Yeah. With uh, like Paul Rudd and Eva Longoria. I think. Oh, that Eva movie like, where she's like, like oh a ghost yeah, or whatever? yes, <laughs> where she's like a ghost or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and like. I'm watching that, and then there's like some like montage scene, and Move Along came on. I don't <laughs> well, I can't tell you right now. I'm on Spotify, and you guys were on the soundtrack to American Wedding, which I didn't see, but that has to be terrible. I saw it. <laughs> tell us about it. Oh, it's awful. It's everything that you think it is. It's a terrible movie, but you know, being in the American Pie like catalog, of course, it's gonna be bad. Because nothing outside of the, the first and second movie in that series has been really all that good. You guys were also on the soundtrack to something called Almost Alice, which looks like some Alice in Wonderland movie. Oh, yeah. I think that was just like kind of an accompaniment soundtrack to the Tim Burton movie. Like, it wasn't actually in the movie. Oh. Uh, Do you like Tim Burton? I like his older shit. Fair enough. And that, and that sounds so pretentious, but <laughs> no. like, I feel like the newer ones are kind of eh. I don't like Tim Burton, but I love Mars Attacks. Yeah. Good. Good um, I'm a fan of Edward Scissorhands and Sleepy Hollow and Mars Attacks, I think. Sleepy Hollow is cool. And Ed Wood's pretty good. I didn't hate... Do you guys hate me because I didn't hate the Willy Wonka remake? I didn't. Think yeah, I actually, actually don't like you anymore. I'm going <laughs> to disband this podcast now. Okay, so this guy writes in, I want your opinion, Mike. Hey, Ryan, we're listening to the yeah. newest Big Snackers now, and I felt compelled to write and say that I'm with Justin. I can't stand mint chocolate or mint in general. Now, Justin tells me that he thinks because I like mint chocolate that I'm a disgusting human being. He said I might as well brush, brush my teeth with no, chocolate. No, no, I said you might as well put toothpaste on a Snickers bar because you're an asshole. <laughs> I, uh... What do, you, what do you think, Mike? Mike? Oh, no. Did we lose him again? Mike? Oh, no. Uh, we'll, let's tell can, him to call, call back. Him back? Yeah, yeah, let me tell him to call back because we had two more questions real quick, and now you got to be done soon. Bro, don't harsh my bros, bro. Bro, don't harsh my buzz. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hey, I don't know what happened, but I will tell you that while you were not on there, there was like the sound in Justin and I's ears and our headphones of like a baby crying and screaming. It was one of the creepiest things I've ever heard. That's awesome. <laughs> that was you, wasn't it? I wish it was. I wish it was. No, I don't wish it was at all, actually. <laughs> Where were we? Anyway, so oh, Ju Justin yeah. said... That because I like mint chocolate ice cream and shakes, mm. that I'm a disgusting human being and I might as well brush my teeth with chocolate. No, no, no. put toothpaste on a Snickers bar because you're an asshole. No, it's I've said not. a million times, get it right. 
If you're going to represent me, at least represent me correctly. What do you What do you think? I I I don't pass as harsh of judgments, but I completely agree with the sentiment. Oh come on, you guys! Everyone agrees. Oh, everyone thank you agrees. so much. Anybody out there listening this week? I know there's thousands of you. Someone write in and tell me that mint chocolate is awesome. Don't write in and say that. Okay, what about peppermint? What about peppermint? Mm. It's good. Yeah, if it's in gum. Now like, it's chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thank you. Okay, I will agree. The grossest candy is York peppermint patty. Those are for assholes. Yeah, so is everything else chocolate and mint. No. Yeah. Okay, Mike, what about pumpkin pie? I do enjoy pumpkin pie. Exactly. But I can see why people wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not ex- I'm not as mad at pumpkin pie as everybody else. I just don't like it myself. Yeah, but you get, like, mad about mint chocolate. Yeah, you're right, because it's disgusting. It doesn't belong together. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It's not. not, Okay, it is not the same as putting toothpaste on a Snickers bar. That's what it tastes like to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I do think that's a pretty good analogy. (laughs) Thank you. Exactly. Terrible analogy. (laughs) Mike, you're you're one of our favorite guests to have on this show. (laughs) You You better keep on coming back sometimes. Um, yeah, totally. I was going to tell Justin, I, uh, we were talking about how nobody really knows. Well, I sent it to a few people, but I started a new band called Youth Culture, and I sent you the record. And uh, hey. what did you what did you think about it? I liked it. I think it's really, uh, like, the, well, the songs are super catchy, and, like, you know, as someone who, like, records bands and thinks about stupid shit that no average person should ever think of, like, I really liked the production on it and all the arrangements and instrumentation. And I think you did a really good job. Well, thank you. That uh, Everybody out there, that Mike here, he he gives it the okay. So you should all be excited when it gets announced because it's not announced yet. Except now I guess it is. So now people know that I have a band <laughs> called Youth Culture. And uh, we're going to put a song up soon. And that makes me happy. So are there any uh, – we always like to ask, especially musicians, are there any – we talked to you the last time. Are there any other bands you've been listening to recently, like that are awesome? Um, what have I gotten? You know, I just came across this band. And you know, what? I'm gonna have to look at my computer. That uh, Not a it's this fan. old like '80s Italian hardcore band. All right. That, fuck. Let me find my computer. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I'm still Anyway, they they have these they released two seven inches when they were together and uh or at least in the eighties and they're really fucking cool and I like them. Um they're called uh where is it? Oh, Stigmathy. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> that just sounds foreign. It sounds very, it sounds <laughs> totally. very Italian and they hardcore. All, they all sing in Italian, and it's rad though. And I, uh, I tracked down a, they, I guess they did like a discography LP last year. Um, some label put it out, so I ordered that. I'm stoked. That's awesome. Um, I know this year we're doing the full Warp tour. It's the 20th anniversary, and they're going to show you a lot of classic bands. Uh, were you guys going to do any of it? Do I get to hang out with you at all? Um, I don't. I think so. We haven't talked about. Yeah, I mean, I doubt it because we haven't really been doing making too much plans this year. Um, Are you guys torn, torn like at all? Be, 
What's that? Are you guys touring at all coming up this year? Um, we got a few shows planned in the next few months, but nothing, no full-on tours. It's kind of just like one-offs and stuff. Okay, I got two questions. One, can I join your band? <laughs> can you? Uh, I, I mean, it's not just up to me. <laughs> well, we can have a sit-down meeting with everybody. We can, well, we can arrange that. B... If you guys play anywhere in the Cincinnati area, can we do a secret after show in my basement in my new house I just bought? Because that would be the shit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> do you know how, how cool would that be? That would be pretty awesome. When was the last time you guys played like something the size of a basement? Oh, man. <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, we I'm... played some places you know, internationally that weren't much bigger than that. Really? But it's been a long time since that. Yeah, I don't know. Like some, you know, some countries we go to, we're still, you know, we're nothing, nothing special. That's crazy to me. Like what countries? Um, like kind of more Eastern Europe. Right. Like we'll play, you know, like you know, just like a like a four hundred cap club or something. Sometimes. That's crazy to me. And, but it's so fun, you know. I love that shit. <clears throat> and it's like those kids go off way harder. It feels like. One, we may not, I don't know, we're, we're something new to them or something, they're excited, and it, it also always feels like, you know, they don't get shows as often, which is, makes it more fun. I guess, uh, an interesting question for me, I guess, um, I know Justin has to wrap it up here pretty soon, but I was going to say is, uh, I mean, obviously your guys' old stuff, it's not like you were ever much of like a punk band necessarily, but you guys, you know, have like changed over the albums. Um, when you're playing those European countries and like the 400 like sweaty people going off, do you tend to play more of the old stuff that might be a little bit more upbeat, or do you like play a mix of everything, or how do you just play it by ear? Yeah, I mean it's kind of we usually do like a a good mix of stuff, um, but even like the stuff that's like not as rocking on the record ends up being more rocking live. Right, playing it so faster. It, it kind of works in that respect. I listened to the whole new record last week, the newest one, and it's great. Oh, thank you. Well, well thank you for making a good record. <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> you're such a nice guy i feel it, it's that like i can't picture you saying a bad word about somebody <laughs> i can uh i get frustrated sometimes didn't we do this the last time like can you just name somebody that's a douchebag in a band you couldn't do it could you i mean uh, right now nothing you know it's one of those things where even you know like, for me, if I get pissed or, like, someone sucks, that feeling of, like, oh, fuck that guy, always eventually fades, and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so it's hard to be like... Well, I mean, honestly, I that's like good. That's a, that's, a, that's a good way to be. It's just that Justin and I are bad, and we like to make fun of people. I have, so. a, I have a good question. Uh, I'm not talking about bands that you even know. Any band at all in the history of the world that you can think of, what do you consider to be the mint chocolate chip of bands. Let's not say ever, actually. Let's say currently. Like No, no, I'm, I'm, I mean ever. I just want to know what... Okay. what well, I just I, want I, him to say I, one I, bad thing. I got a follow-up <laughs> question after this. Let's do this. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, well, I'm trying to think of something that's like... More, you know, I mean, I always could just say anything that's completely disassociated with what I normally like. <laughs> but something that like other people like that I don't get, I'm trying to. Think. Yeah, there you go. Another song. Well, um, Justin and I in the first few episodes talked a lot about newer radio bands and bands that just fucking pissed us off 
because you just saw their image and their music? Like, are there any of those bands that you see and you're just like, are just like, why the fuck does this happen? Like, what, why is this popular? Like, what makes people get into this? <laughs> you are such a nice guy and it's awesome well he said he's having trouble thinking of one yeah I'll tell you right now the first few episodes Justin and I named what's the chimney rock band what the chimney rock band that wears suits they fucking Mumford and Sons Mumford and Sons I fucking that's one that we can't I cannot even understand Imagine Dragons yeah can't fuck it. that band can't understand it um, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> that one especially, like that band it's sucks. Things where I get it. Like the the songs are catchy, you know. Like, and I totally get why people like it. But to me, that dude's voice sounds like some early '90s fucking CNC Music Factory shit or something. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> and like, and like, why they get kind of like grouped in with rock now i don't understand it's like you said about movie soundtracks there's like this new generation of indie rock that i hate to even call indie rock but all of the bands literally sound exactly the same and it's in every gap commercial to every old navy commercial to every movie commercial and they all have that sound of that like i'm singing like i pretend to be british over like this really high-pitched guitar like vampire weekend shit and it drives me fucking nuts Totally. And we uh, we called Mumford and Sons. We we made up a name for them. We called them Chimney Rock. Yeah. Because like they always dress like they're on this fucking yeah. like freight train from the twenties. Like <laughs> like they're in Mary Poppins and they're yeah. about to fucking dance with a bunch of penguins. And, and have you noticed that every one of those bands, every song has like the big group haze in it? Every like, single one. Yep. Yeah. You're right. And it's like like dun, 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 dun. hey hey oh you're completely yeah. right yeah. Oh. All right, can we start a band like that, Mike, and record it this summer? Because <laughs> no, by this summer it'll be done. True, we got We got to jump on the next trend. We got to figure out what it is this summer, and we got to make a record. It's so great. I've noticed, like, I was laughing with my lady the other day about how there's uh, like pop music, pop radio now is all either is like the Mumford and Sons folk or just like really fucking repetitive dance music. And then some song came on the other day that was like totally a mix of those two. It was like a folk song and then the fucking kick drum. Oh, the fucking, the, it's the Avicii and Calvin Harris song. Oh, God. Okay, and what's funny is the the new trend, I'm telling you right now, and look for it. Justin, I predicted it today. You heard it here on Big Snackers. Everyone listening is country rap. Yeah. It's becoming popular and it's sickening. Have you heard any of this yet, Mike? I remember that one dude, like, I don't know, like five or six years please ago. Please say it. Please say what I think you're going to say. Is it Cowboy Troy? His name is like Cowboy something. Yeah. Cowboy Troy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. We talked about him earlier. Yes. <laughs> okay. That genre, like, but done, I hate to say better, but for lack of a better term, done better. Better produced. Is becoming the new thing. It's getting really popular. Yeah. There's a band called The Rednecks with a Z. Yep. That has a song called Down South Living, I believe. Yep. There's also a band called The Lax you might want to look up. And then, uh, oh, uh, or you might just want to listen to the very beginning of this episode when we post it. Because I did uh, post a guy called Buck22 that does a, a sequel to Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus called Achy Breaky 2 featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. But he's a rapper. <laughs> sweet. So, no. No. It is the not. very opposite of sweet. 
<sighs> well, I guess with that, Justin, you got to be done here yeah, soon, I right? Yeah, be done right now. So, Mike, we thank you very much for joining us. Uh, hopefully, you'll come back soon. Would you be willing to talk to us more? Yeah, definitely. Thank okay. you for having me on again. Thank awesome. you for coming. We always appreciate it. You are the nicest guest we have, literally by far. And we appreciate <laughs> it very okay. much. So I would like you to promote something, but do you have anything to promote? Because All American Rejects are not touring much this year, right? Yeah, there's nothing nothing too much going on. Uh, about to try to finish up the new copyright record next week. So That's awesome. We need for to, that let's talk about that in the next few weeks. Cool. And uh, come play a show in my basement. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, what about, doesn't he have like a solo thing? No. Oh, no he he just, he's producing. He's doing the copyrights, which I would love to talk about in the next few weeks with you. So um, yeah, when that's totally done, yeah. let's do that. And then, uh, all right, well, you have yourself a wonderful day. And you, uh, tell your girlfriend we said hi and have a good night. Awesome. All right. Bye-bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Bye. Bye, Richard. That guy's an asshole. Oh, yeah, he's a total. <laughs> he literally, Mike is nicest the nicest person guy. He is the nicest person. Like life. I told you, that man is in a rec band that has sold over 10 million records and is more nice and down to earth than these fucking kids in pop punk bands that I play VFW halls with. Oh, yeah. And that right there should teach everyone a lesson. And that's that these bands you look up to are mostly pricks. So get off of Tumblr and go out there and watch the Lego movie, which I need yeah. to do probably tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. You should. Is that good? Oh, I, yeah. I can't wait. Literally. I'm telling you, the first time I saw the preview, I was like, oh, this looks amazing. And everyone goes, what are you, 12? And I who was like. Who would say that? Exactly. Who the fuck doesn't like Lego and who doesn't yeah. like it now? The games are great. I know. The, the, I'm actually the in the movie. middle of playing Marvel Super Hero. Lego it's Marvel so good. Super Hero. Josh, I've been playing at my house. I'll best. probably go home and make dinner with Josh and play it right now. Yeah, it's the greatest. God, there's so many characters. Yeah, I know. I got all the DLC packs, too, with all, right. uh, all the Asgardians, and there's like some villains and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Let's talk about that next week. Yeah, we can. All right, well, then... uh Big Snackers, this is episode 18. Thanks for joining us. We're what? legal. Ugh, I knew you were going to do it. I was going to say it. We're legal now. Great. You can go ahead and take us to the prom and be like, Yeah. Okay. So anyway, if you want to um, follow us on Twitter and Tumblr, ask us your questions, like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes if you want, even though I don't know one person who subscribes to anything on iTunes. Really? I mean, I just, I just feel like it's a useless, like, you well, know when things come out, rating download, us yeah, rating us helps more than We are getting sponsors anything. now, and I need to follow up to them this week. Um, I've been starting a business, so I've been a little bit uh, scared. Oh, yeah, we're going to have shirts next we week. We have shirts next week, and they're great. They uh, are green. They have a lunch bag like you brought to school. They say big snackers on the lunch bag. It says, because your taste sucks, and that's because it probably does. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> That's really great. And uh, um, anyway, thanks for being nice to us, even though apparently Ryan's not very nice to you. You know, the last few weeks you had a little bad attitude going on. So this week I'm allowed to have a little bit of a pincher in my dick. Okay. I don't know what that Whip your little top off that, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually um, thank you very much for the fact that thousands of people listen to me and Justin talk to each other is uh, a dream come true. So mm-hmm. thanks. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week with number 19 mm-hmm. in one week. So uh, so get to us while we're still fresh before yeah. we turn 19. Okay. We'll see you guys mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. I got a hemorrhoid, Justin. What? Okay. No, for real. I got one for real. Okay, well, why are you... I got a hemorrhoid. Why do you seem so excited about it? That sounds horrible. Make sure you delete that and don't let people hear. <laughs>